Okay, good evening. The learning of tonight is sponsored as a schus Ilanishmas, my grandfather, whose yard side is the Shabbos. His name is Velvel Ben Fivel. Schus our learning, the Shama should have an aliyah. Schus our learning should also be a schus for Shalema, for Miriam Bela, Bas, Nechama, Besaych, Shar, Chayle, Yisrael. So we're middle of Perik Vav. As Hashem, I'd like to hopefully finish Perik Vav tonight. And we're middle of a very unusual story, the story of the Oren that was taken captive by the Pelishtim. They brought it back to their temple. They put it up next to their god, Dagoin. Their god falls apart, collapses. Terrible Magaifa, unprecedented, unheard of Magaifa, terrible hemorrhoids and mice coming to attack them. Tremendous death. And it's a very, very disturbing Magaifa, and they send it from city to city. Everywhere the Oren goes, death and destruction follows. Finally, the Pelishtim have enough. They decide they're sending back the Oren. And when they send back the Oren, they realize that you don't just send it back empty-handed. They realize it has to come from a position of tshuva. In order to do tshuva, they have to be doing something to undo the harm, to show that they're being mechabed, HaKadosh Baruch mechabed the Oren. And the Sarnay Plishtim, go, the officers of the Plishtim, approach the Kayaniya Plishtim, their priests. The priests tell them that, yes, you should give it back, and don't just give it back empty-handed. Give it back with a gift. You'll make golden images of what you suffered with. That way, it's a way of showing that you recognize that it was Me'akalash Baruchu, that it's not just the Mikra. And through doing this, you'll get a Kapara, and the Kayaniya Plishtim add in a real shtak and musr drasha at the end, the last pasuk we saw last week, they tell them, Don't harden your hearts like pare. Don't be like pare. Give in now. Don't wait for HaKadosh Baruch to send more makas on you. Eventually you're going to have to give in to the Ritzayin Hashem anyway. You might as well give in now. Now, this, we ended off last week, the Sarei Pelishim sound, the Kayanei Pelishim, the Pelishti priests sound like major tzaddikim. And now, this week, suddenly, they seem to make a little bit of a bout face. Now, they come up with a plan, and they tell them, but we're going to send back the Arn in a way that's going to be a test of the power of HaKadosh Baruch and the power of the Arn. What do they tell them to do? And now, take make a brand new wagon, Echos, brand new wagon, one wagon, Ushtei Pores, always, and two nursing cows, Asher Loi Olale and Oil, that there was never a yoke on these Pores, Vasartem Esa Pores Vagola, you'll hitch up these Pores, these cows, these nursing cows to this wagon, Vahashevoisam Beneem Achereem Habois, and then you'll lock up their calves in the barn. You're going to take the Oren of HaKadosh Baruch and you'll put it on the wagon. And all these golden kalim that are made as a uh, offering of because of your chaton to simu ba'argis and tzidek put in a box next to the Oren. And then you'll let the Oren, you'll let the wagon go and see what happens. Now, B'derech HaTeva New, you have two nursing cows that children are locked up. They're not going to want to leave the children behind. 
Second of all, no one's guiding the wagon. The wagon has no idea where to go. And third of all, these are cows that never lay oil of oil. They're never used to pulling a wagon before. They'll just run in different directions and the whole wagon will turn over. Veris, I mean, you'll see. In derech gevua ya'ala beishemesh. If the wagon heads back to the gevul of Klal Yisrael, to beishemesh, the nearest city. So then, hu asalonu esharuah g'doy lahazais. Then you'll know that it was HaKadosh Baruch Hu who did everything to us. But if the wagon just starts going around in circles and flips over, the cows refuse to leave their babies, then the Yodanu will know, it wasn't the Yad Hashem, it was just a Mikra, it was a coincidence, it was not So it seems like a Pella, what happened? These people were speaking so strongly, don't be like Pari, and suddenly they need to test HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it wasn't enough the tests that they saw. So the Mepharshim say a number of different shots. Some say that the Koyane pushed them, they believed, but they made this suggestion and they saw that some of the Hamoinam wasn't so excited about it. But Frat, let's say that's, you know, it's a nice idea to Chuva, maybe. It's going to cost money. You have to send golden kale and ready to start having second thoughts. So I tell them, listen, we, we can make a set up a situation. It's foolproof. You're not going to lose a penny if it's not really from Akalish Baruchu. So this is how some understand it. The Radak points out that within this test, they did it in an oifen that showed tremendous kavod Baruch. A new wagon that should be something special kavod aron, cows that were never used for any mundane purpose, special kavod aron. So they told them you're going to do it in a way that increases the kavod Hashem. It's not going to take away the kavod Hashem. But you also have your test. And Why they what? Why they send the clay up? Because it was an Ashim. The, the Kehanim said last week, we saw, they said that you can't just send it back. Right, you have to say, you have to say, I'm sorry. It's like a carbon chatos. It's sending, and it, not just on a golden gift, it's a gift that shows that you recognize that the things that you suffered from were from Akalaj Baruch. And the Chaim Sanach says a step weiter. He says that this, that they did it, it was really. Even the test was the Chvayda Ar. Because it's not just that they made the new wagons and that they had these paris that were never used before for any other purpose and they built a special Chvayda Aran. All that was definitely covered the Aran. Mechitana says also, Agav, that they, they had to, uh, that he told the Sarnim, you do it yourselves. Don't make Shlichim do it. You have to, the, the most Chashva Pelishtim had to go, you know, the, 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 off, the leaders of the Pelishtim went with their own hands and they built this wagon. But the Chaymas Anach says, not just they did an oif in Mechubit. He says that really the whole thing was to bring out the Kvayit Shemayim. They understood that they would be Egea in Kvayit Shemayim. And in order to do tshuva, they had to be Marba Kvayit Shemayim. And they were telling the Sarnay Pelishtin that we recognize this in my college Baruch. We're the, you know, the intelligentsia, we're the leaders. We have enough seichel to realize it's not a mikra. But there's Hamoin Amniks amongst the Pelishtim who don't recognize this from my college Baruch, and maybe they recognize now, the minute you leave, ready to start grumbling, eh, it was really a mikra. So what we have to do is we're going to send back the Oren in a manner which will be clear to every single Plishti that it was the Yad Hashem that did the whole thing, and it's because the Oren left us that we were healed. And that was the Nakud over here. The Plishti wanted to dafka show, they wanted to prove to everybody in their entire country that everything was my college Baruch. The Malbim says a slightly different shot. What's this test? What were they testing? Avada they knew it was from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But they weren't sure. He has an interesting 
Chakira, that the Pelushtim weren't sure. The Pelushtim weren't sure, is it Pshat, that we did the Aveir in taking the R in Kipshutai, and therefore Hashem punished us, or maybe Hashem was angry at us for a different reason. Therefore, HaKadosh Baruch Hu caused the Aaron to fall in our hands so that the Aaron would cause destruction. So if by sending back the Aaron, if HaKadosh Baruch Hu was like angry at them, the Aaron's not going to go back because the Aveir wasn't taking it. But if the Aveir was taking it, then the Aaron will go back. So anyways, what happens? They take the advice. So the Sarnay Plishtim, Vayasu Hanoshim came. So the... Sarnay Pelishim, they're elevated, they get the title Anoshim here, they start off Pelishim, Sarnay, now they're called Anoshim because they're doing Pu'ulus Sechvoid Shemaim, they're building the wagon with their own hands. Vayikhush, they paris always, they took two nursing paris, they asrim ba'agola, and they, Agav, they point out they went above and beyond, even what the Kehanim told them, just take any that you can just, uh, the Loshim, they told them was, Ushtay paris always, and over here it says, that they went and they bought special paris l'shem this mitzvah. They bought it l'shem the aron l'shem kedushas aron. They asked them by gola and they attached them to gola. And the benayim kol v'abayis they locked up the children in the house. They simu es aron hashem al gola. They put the aron on the wagon. Ves argas ves achbrei hazov ves salmeitchireim and the golden mice and the golden images of the hemorrhoids. Put all that. On the wagon, and what happens? So vayisharna haparis b'derech. The paris and pashup shat and vayisharna means from lashni yosha. They went straight along the path al derech beishemes b'mesila achas in one straight path holchu holich v'goel. They were walking and they were screaming out. You know that's the noise that cows make when they're when they're upset. They're 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 in pain. They need to nurse, their children aren't with them, they're missing their calves, but they didn't stop them, despite, so the Pasuk is bringing out the point, they were suffering from being removed and separated from their children, despite that, they went, they didn't turn left or right, there was no one leading them, the Sarnay Plishtim walked along behind, not leading it, but they walked to see what would happen and to give cover to the Aron, until they came to the Gevul Beishemesh. Now, what's so we said, is that they went straight. The Chazal say something very interesting over here. Chazal say, The Paras actually said Shira. And Rav Zutshu Batuvi Omer Rav, not only did they say Shira, they turned their walking with their faces turned behind to look at the Oren, and they're saying Shira. What was the shir? My shir Omrom, Rabbi Yechon, my shir Meir, Oz Yashim, my shir Yisrael. Rabbi Yechon says, "For Matan be my who hoidlo Hashem kiri b'shmoi." Shimon Lakish says, "Another one, Mizmeri, Mizmer Shil Hashem shechadash." Loza says, "Hashem Moloch yegizu amim." Another one says, "Hashem Moloch is lavish." I call upon him. The Paris actually sang shir. Frekt the ritva, and the Chaymas Anoch, the Chidah, brings us down. He says, How could you tell me the Parah said Shira? But we know there was ten special creations I called Baruch Hu created. One of them was the Piha Asen. And L'chaira, if you needed a special creation for the donkey to speak to Bilam, so the Parah is saying Shira over here, so how could they say Shira without, without it being a special creation? So the Ritva himself says, 
that when, Hashem, when it says that Hashem created the Piha Asans, one of the special things that Kosh created, it means He created the ability for animals to speak in certain unique situations, maybe also for fish and usker to speak. It was all part of the same creation. But I'll call upon him that Hashem created the ability for animals to speak in unique situations. But he says another pshat. He says maybe the pshat was that avada, for an animal to speak is a unique creation HaKadosh Baruch has to create ben Over here, this is not an animal speaking. This is something chutz miderech teva. That's the teva. An animal should speak. You need, that has to be a change in the teva. Over here, it was the Kedusha, the Oren. We know that the Oren was Enem and Amida. The Mokim Oren didn't take any physical space. The Oren was Noises, Noisav. That the Mokim Oren, the laws of nature, are totally suspended. So over here, it was the Kedusha, the Oren, that allowed the Paras to go above and beyond nature and say, Shir, it's not something Hashem had to create in Sheshis Mebreshis. That's when there's a, a, when Hashem makes a Shinu in Teva, so the Teva has to be changed, pre-programmed into the Teva. This is not Teva, it's above and beyond Teva. But there's another Pshat that's Marumas to over here in the, in the Malbum, and others say this, that we're not referring, although Chazal bring different Pesukim, they don't mean that the Paras were actually saying these words. What it means was that the concept of Shira is it brought out a certain praise of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, brought out a certain... Mailan HaKadosh Baruch the Paris, despite their personal pain, leaving behind their personal pain to do the Ritzayin Hashem, brought out a certain concept of Shir. We know there's a Perik Shir. Every single part of the Bria, by doing the Ritzayin Hashem, brings out a certain Shir. So these Paris in this situation, by going Kineged Ritzayinim, going straight up to Beishemesh and leaving the children behind, that was an ultimate Shir to HaKadosh Baruch but it doesn't mean that they actually said the words of the Shir. Now we get to the next part of the parak, the end of the parak, we have a very, very unusual situation goes on over here. So what I'm going to do now is we'll read until the end of the parak, and we'll go back and well, a few things we'll discuss along the way, but the, the big topic needs to be discussed on its own. So the Pasuk tells us, Ubeishemesh Kaitshem Ketzir Chitim, Beishemesh, they were they were in the middle of harvesting the wheat, Beemek in the valley. They lift their eyes, and suddenly you can imagine, you see this sight, unbelievable sight. They're tremendously happy to see the Oren returning. The wagon comes to the field of Yeshua in Beishemesh. The Oren stops. There was a large rock there. They chop up the wagon. Which this happens to lead us to problems. There's a Gemara that says the David Melch used this wagon later, but over here it seems like this wagon was chopped up and used as firewood. So they chop up the wagon, they bring the porous as oil as Now there's a little bit of a problem with this is that animals that come from Goyim, we don't bring an animal you buy from a Goy for a carbon, because the, the Goy was Revea, the animal, it's Nifsal. So Chazal asked the Kasha. And Chazal say two options. Either that it was a Hira Shah, or it was actually the Sarnay Plishtim brought them as carbonus, not Klai So Sarnay Plishtim came, brought them as carbonus, and then they left. And then the Levim take the Aroin Hashem down from the Aron, Vesa Arges, Asher Ita, in the box that's with it, Asher Boi Klezov, Yisimu, Evan, Agdoila, 
They put it on the large rack. They brought oilus and zvachim to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Now, how do you bring an oila and zevach to Hakadosh Baruch Hu? Isn't there an iser shkute chutz? We just had Pashas Kedoshim bringing a carbon outside, bringing a carbon outside of the Beis Hamikdash. So this was a unique time in Klal history where there was a heter bombs. We know that during the time after the destruction of Shiloh, until the Binyan Beis Hamikdash, you're allowed to bring a carbon in your own private backyard, mizbeach. Now, from the time they came to Eretz Yisrael until the destruction of Shiloh, some achleik is kanam, they can bring karbonus, but everyone agrees at this time period they can bring karbonus, which also the halachas on a bomber are different, which is how they're able to bring parois as an oila. Normally, we only bring a male carbon as an animal as an oila, but on a bomber you could even bring a female behem as an oila. Fine, so far it sounds like a wonderful story. They brought major, made a major simcha for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Chamisha Sarnei Plishtim Ro, the Chamisha Sarnei Plishtim saw that everything came true. They're brought back to Eretz Yisrael, and Hakadosh Baruch everyone's being misameach. The Yeshivu Ekrim Be'emahu, they went back that day to Ekrim, and now the pasuk tells us the Elot Chayre Hazav Asher Yeshivu Plishtim Asham. The pasuk now enumerates the gift that was sent back. Asham Hashem LaAshdeid Echad. For Ashdeid, there was one. One of these golden images, each one of the major cities and corresponding to each one of the Sarnay Plishtim, the leaders of the Plishtim, sent one of these golden images of the hemorrhoids. The Achbere Hazov and the golden mice missed Kol Ari Plishtim. It wasn't just five. Every single city in the Ari Plishtim added a golden mouse. The Chamisha Sasarna Meir Mivsar, the Ad Prozi, the Chamisha Sarnim, who were the leaders of the five walled cities, but also all the all the Prozim, Arya Prozis, the unwalled cities, about Evel Hagadayla, every city sent along a mice, a lot of golden mice. This was the place where this rack was, which is there, Adayem Azeh, until the time the Navi was written. So Adkan, so far, the story seems like a nice story. Kaisrol reacted with a beautiful simcha, karbonis. We have the description of the gift that the Plishtim sent back. The Plishtim go back impressed. And you'd think that's the end of the story. But then, the story takes a twist. V'yach ba'anshei b'shemesh, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, made a tremendous maka amongst the people of b'shemesh, kiro ba'aroin Hashem, why they did something wrong? They were ra'a ba'roin Hashem, v'yach ba'om shivim ish, and Hakadosh Baruch Hu was makab ba'om seventy people, chamishim elafish fifty thousand people. Now this pasuk ain't ema el darsheni. What does it mean? Was it seventy or was it fifty thousand? We'll discuss this. Vayis ablu ha'om and Kali Yisrael was misabul. It was a tremendous evil, tremendous mourning. Kihika Hashem ba'om makab gedola. Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu caused a tremendous maka in Klal Yisrael. Now, what happened? All of a sudden, they, they react to Simcha, they bring Karbonus, and suddenly HaKadosh Baruch Hu caused a tremendous maka. What did Klal Yisrael do wrong? And before we get to that, we have to know what, what was the maka. Was it 50,000 people or was it 70 people? Which one was it? So, the... 
Mepharshim say a number of different pshatim first in the numbers. So Targum Yedison says that the kotel begavre beshemesh al the chadir the chazo aroyne Hashem. So who was killed? So it says besabe ama shivin amongst the zakenim seventy shivin gavra ubekahola chamishin alfei and amongst the rest amongst the hamoyin am fifty thousand people. So, Tachimedison learns there are 70 leaders and 50,000 regular Yidin killed. Chazal tell us two pshatim. Gemara and Saita. Gemara and Saita says either that it was 50,000, each one of whom was roy to be a member of the 70 Sanhedrin, or it was 70, each one of whom was shuttled to 50,000 people. So, either way, a tremendous, tremendous loss. Others somewhat lower the amounts, the Malbum. Brings two different shots. And one shot he brings is that it was 70 people amongst the 50,000 people that were there at the moment of the return of the Oren. Or he says maybe it was actually 70,000 Yidin in Beishemesh and then another 50,000 throughout Klal Yisrael, which the Shini Lashen, because it's. it's um, Says in the post, "Vayach ba'anche be'shemesh kiro ba'aron Hashem vayacham shivim ish." It's going back in anche pulishim and chamishim elof ish is is on in the om. That's seventy in be'shemesh and fifty thousand amongst all of Klal Yisrael. Most interesting pshat I saw from the Barbanel is that seventy people were killed from Klal Yisrael, and fifty thousand is the amount of pulishim who had been killed. It's not the fifty thousand over here is bechlal not referring to Klal Yisrael. But that does not sound like from the Pashtab Sukkim. But Yiyamashiyiyah, however you can explain the 70,000, 70 or 50,000, one way or another, this simcha was turned into tremendous evil, and there was some sort of tremendous tviyah on Klal Yisrael at this moment, and the question is, what happened? What did they do wrong that made such a tviyah on them? So, Meder Chapshat, and really, it was Mavur and Targum Yenison, is that, they looked at the Aaron, that's what it says in the Pasuk, what's wrong with looking at the Aaron? So we know the Pasuk in Chumash tells us that when they took apart the Mishkan, there's a special halacha, how they took apart the Mishkan, it says in the Pasuk, you couldn't just look at the Aaron, the Aaron had a special mixa, a special covering, and the Pelishtim sent back the Aaron, the Aaron was uncovered, and everyone's staring at it, and looking at the Aaron, and then it's... After everything that happened, they didn't show the proper covenant for the Aaron. It was taken. It's brought back with Nisan. And they don't have the respect to show the Aaron, not to be the vase of the Aaron, by looking at it uncovered. Tremendous bazillion. And the Medrash, interestingly, says, is Moisif, the Satan Belio says, that actually the Sani Plishtim did Badafka. The Sani Plishtim had it covered. And then they decided to uncover it because they wanted Klal Yisrael to see what happened to cause Klai Yisrael to be punished, and if Klai Yisrael wouldn't cover it, and that's exactly what happens. So it was the Sani Plishtim set them up to have this Magefa, but this Pshat is, and it sounds like in Targum Yenison, they looked at the Oren uncovered. The Radak says, and others say like the Radak, similar Pshat, that they actually opened up the Oren Klai Yisrael, and they looked inside. Maybe they wanted to see if the Luchas are, they didn't know, they wanted to see what was in the Oren, but again, a lack of cover to the R, and his Medayik in Lashon Apostol says, Ki ro bi It didn't say ro s r, and they ro bi and they saw in the R. 
They looked in the Oren. That's again a tremendous bazillion. They're mavaz of the Oren. Chazal also learned they're mavaz of the Oren. How are they mavaz of the Oren? So Chazal bring two pshatim. Either they didn't stop their work. They're working. They stop. They look up. Oh, Baruch Hashem, the Oren's back. And they go back to cutting the wheat. That's how you react to the Oren. Bris Hashem coming back from the stay of Plishtim with Nisim Venafloy, you continue your work. Tremendous bazillion. Or the other Mahalach and Chazal is it was even worse, is that they actually spoke with tremendous chutzpah in the Oren. They said, Man Amriach Dimrayas, who made you insulted that you left? And who was Mephias you that you came back? They spoke to Oren like, uh, what's going on over here, Oren? You, know, you couldn't protect yourself before when we were in battle and also now you came back? What happened? A tremendous chutzpah towards the Oren. The Medjur says that the taino on them was that they didn't go looking for the Oren. The Medjur says, you know, if, you, if you lose a chicken, you go running after the chicken to find it. You lose the Oren, it's not even as chashif to you as a chicken. No one tried to you know, send some people to take the Oren back. Mamish, you know, send messengers, something, shluchim, just ignore the fact that the Oren disappeared. So what all these shatim have in common is a tremendous lack of cover for the Oren. I think, if you look at the Pesukim, when I said they made, they brought Karbonus, they were Mesamech in front of the Oren, so what happened? So I think that the Havon over here is that they were Mamshech in the same chait that they did originally they brought the Oren. They looked at the Oren as this item of Kedusha that has magical powers that could save us. They brought the Oren out to the battlefield thinking we have the Oren, we have to win. What happened? They lost. I Kodesh wanted to show them it's not about the Oren, it's about a Kodesh Baruch. The Oren comes back. If you, rec- if you got the message, so you're not going to now start bringing Kibbaz in front of the Mesamech in front of the Oren. You're going to realize that this is a message from a Kalash You have to do tshuva. You have to act with more COVID, COVID rush. Try to be mechaper for Yaveris. Some recognition of it's not about the Oren. It's about the way you treat a Kalash Baruch and your relationship with a Kalash Baruch. And could be all these pshatim is that they were lacking in this Akar. Then I saw one other pshat. Two pshatim, which is really one from the Musa Anavim, beautiful Mahalach. He says that we know Kol Masabel Yushalayim Zayche Veroye B'Simchas. Someone who's Masabel Yushalayim is Zayche to see Bez Hashem B'Korav and Yushalayim will be rebuilt. Someone who's not Masabel Yushalayim, so Chas Hashalom Eni Zayche Veroye B'Nechamos. He's not going to be Zayche to the Nechama. These Yidden that they didn't Al Derech the Medrash, they didn't go searching for the Aron. They were not properly didn't bother them enough that the Oren was taken away. They didn't do anything about it. So that means they weren't mis'abal on the Chorban. So they weren't mis'abal on the Chorban or Shilai, the loss of the Oren. When the Oren came back, they did not have a sus to take part in the Simcha. When they took part in the Simcha, it was Adar Abekitrig on them, and they were killed. And Befrat, the Sarnay Pelishim, sowed so much covered for the Oren, and they didn't have the appropriate cover for the Oren. And that was the Tvi on them, is there are people that didn't have, they weren't zaycha to be roi ben hachamasa. And the male of the being misameach, someone who wasn't roi to be misameach was a kitchig on them. But then he says another pshat, which is a scary pshat, he, he, and he says this is pshat, and why Chazal was so scared of Chevel Mashiach. He says that Yitochen, that obviously Klaisol then Averis that led them to this point. We'll see soon they're going to do tshuva from various Avedazaras, and they'd been even Avedazar. And they really deserve to be punished. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu waited till the moment where if they'll be punished earlier, they might not appreciate them. They'll put the blame in Avedazara. Hashem waited for a moment where it was Nigla Lakoil, the Kvayid Hashem, 
And at that moment, when everyone saw the tremendous cover of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and it's the moment of Geula, so now HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to hold to task all those along the way who were not showing the right Kveid Shemayim. Now that it's the time of Gilei Kveid Shemayim, that's the time where people who did not have the right Kveid Shemayim are punished. And he says, maybe that's Pshat, that he says, They'd rather be dead than go through Hevel Mashiach. He says, what was the big pachat? Maybe it's because someone who doesn't have the right pain for the Torben, who doesn't have the right Kfayt Shemayim Bishas, the Golas, when it's going to come the Geula, so then there's going to be a tremendous Tzvi on that person, and that was the Tzvi on the Anche Beshemesh. Lamaisa, just to finish off with the next few psukim, the people of Beit Shemesh, at least now they finally got the message. So it says, They said, who can have the ability to have the Oren with them? But they don't look at it. They're not talking about the Oren anymore. They're talking about they understand that it's their Chatoim. It's not the Oren that punished them. They understood now that it's who can have you have the aura in front of you, you have to act with a certain manner. He says, We're not Zaycha, we don't have the ability to be with such Kedusha. Who could the Omiyala to whom can we send Me'alainu the Aura? Not like the Pelishtim was sent to just get this mothest, this death away from us. Who is Zaycha? Who has the right level of Kedusha to have the Oran? So they sent messengers to the to the inhabitants of Kiriasiraim, Lamar. The Plishim sent back the Oren, and come take the Oren up to you. Next week, we'll continue the Plishim when the Anshe Kiris Yireim take the Oren, and then we really get into the time period where Shmuel Anovi brings Kaisel back, Pachuva, and the Maisim of Shmuel Anovi.